0: Welcome to Guided, a podcast all about following your intuition, no matter where it guides you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Guided. This is your host Zach Luz, and Guided is a podcast all about following our intuition, no matter where it guides us. On today's episode, Camille channels her higher self. So a couple quick reminders before we get into it. Uh, First one is I got a book coming, and I've got a pre-launch page for it on the website. If you want access to the book, um, you can actually get chapter one right now. It's free. All you have to do is subscribe for it. Um, If you want to get a hold of that, just go to Zach Luz, Z-A-C-H-L-U-Z.com slash book. And the other thing I wanted to remind you of is that there are frequency meditations on the website that you can access at any time. Your first one is free um, and what they do for you is they basically clear some of the energetic patterns that you have by addressing the frequencies that you're resonating. So I, I know that may sound a little far out, but just if you are at all called to try it, go ahead and go on the website and grab your first one free. And just try it and just see what happens for you. Um, there's a bunch of different topics, um, from you know the power of groups to making transformation not such a brutal thing, to getting clearer guidance, to having a breakthrough in your career, all kinds of good stuff. So if that sounds at all interesting, you can find those on the website. Go to Zach Luz, Z-A-C-H-L-U-Z dot com. All right, so today we're going to talk about Camille downloading her guidance. Um, if you listen to the last episode, um, this was all about us being able to shift frequencies and tap into our higher self for answers. So this is something I've been experimenting with a lot with myself with camille, and i'm and I've been doing it with clients as well because I've just been kind of getting to this point where you know I really want you know my clients to be able to access their own truth all the time um you know it's just uh, it's just kind of a thing that everyone needs to be able to do and i've been learning how i can actually like teach it which is really cool so in this episode um we flipped the script so last time uh camille asked me to channel all the answers this time uh, she had a list of questions that she wanted me to ask her and uh, she stabilized frequencies. So I'll share some of that recording and I'll, I'll, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. But I think it's really, really cool. Um, and I, what I'm hoping you take away from this is like that you can start doing this. So let me give you a couple tips on how you can um, start doing this if you feel like experimenting yourself. So first question for us to address is, how do I know that I've shifted frequencies? So this should feel physical. Should You should feel like a physical difference. The only reason you might not feel that distance, the only reason you might not feel that difference is because you've had to harden yourself up energetically. This is different than having good boundaries. Um, sometimes to get through life, we kind of have to harden. Like for me, um, when I was younger, I was an athlete, played sports, um, and you know, to play competitive sports, it's like you just have to be a little bit more aggressive, and you have to just kind of harden yourself. I noticed I used to do that a lot too, when I'd go through like intense business stuff, or when I traveled in other countries and I wasn't and I didn't feel super safe. I would just kind of harden up my exterior, and um, yeah, and it's just like a survival mechanism. So if that's running for you right now, chances are you might not be as sensitized as you could be to be able to perceive the things that are going on. So um, once you soften a little, little bit energetically, and this does not, this does not mean like having poor boundaries, but once you start resensitizing yourself um, then you'll be able to perceive this, and you'll probably feel it on a physical level. So uh, people have told me that this feels like a buzzing sensation, like a wavy sensation, um, like sometimes people feel heat. Um, but you'll feel it; it'll feel different. So that's one way that you know that you're shifting frequencies. Um, you can you'll be, you can probably hear the difference in me when I'm talking on the podcast, versus when I'm actually generating frequencies. Um, I forget which episode it was, but one of the episodes, um, I actually just did one of these. It's called Befriending Transformation. And on that episode, you'll feel the difference between any other episode when I just talk, versus when I'm actively focused primarily on generating frequencies. I, can also, I also do that a lot of the time in the background when I'm talking normally, but you'll feel like a really stark difference um, in those two scenarios. So the other thing to remember is, um, so when I first started doing this, I tried doing it all on my own, um, because I was like, I can remember the questions, and you can remember them, but then when you have to make those big energetic shifts, it's like way, way too much. Um, And then it can just get confusing and disorienting. So if you don't have a partner that you can do it with, that's fine. Just record your voice on like a voice note and then like leave like two minutes in between for you to answer that question and see what comes up. So just like leave that gap and then record it and then it'll function the same way. So once you've shifted frequencies, you'll feel um, information starting to come in. You'll probably feel like a wave of peace wash over you. You'll have clarity, and then it's gonna be really hard to remember what your questions were. And if it's really hard to do that, that's how you know that you've shifted frequencies. Um, So then what's gonna happen is your higher self will start communicating through any of the different, you know, sensory vehicles that we have. Our higher self really likes to communicate with us through symbols, symbols, metaphors, stories. The reason for that is because there's, there can be different, there can be a lot more layers of meaning. So a really good example of this was when I was in Italy, um, I got a sign from my higher self, and it was um, a cardinal's feather. That was the symbol. So I was asking a bunch of different questions at the time, kind of like, you know, where am I going? Do I need to write a book? Like, what's what's like my new job description? Because I'm kind of like moving beyond just being a traditional you know, business coach and kind of like dipping my toe into the spiritual healer waters. I'm like, what, where am I going here? And um, then I got the symbol of the the cardinal's feather. So then I ended up like I was walking through Venice and then saw a cardinal's feather, like literally in the, um, it was like in one of those old school like quills. Um, and it was like the main window display. And this like one random place, like right by where we were staying. So then what happened was I looked up the symbolism behind um, the cardinal's feather. And there, it meant like a ton of different things. Like cardinal represented, you know, the four different cardinal directions. There's the cardinal, which is, you know, in um, you know, Christianity, that's like one of the higher ups, like kind of like one of the priests. Um, the cardinal's feather, It was, you know, in a quill, so there's, like, a suggestion that, yeah, Zach, you should write the book. You're kind of moving into, like, this area of clergy. You're kind of, like, doing all that stuff. So with one symbol, it communicated a ton of different layers of meaning. So that's the exact same thing that goes on here. Um, When you're tapped in, you might get, like, some kind of memory from your past, and at first glance, you won't understand what that has to do with anything, but if you stay with it and you navigate through, like, okay, what was going on back then, and how did I feel about this? You know, you might get a picture of, like, a trophy, Um, but then what it meant to you is, like, you might have this one traumatic memory of where you... Uh, You lost a a sports game and then you ended up getting participation trophies and everyone was like, celebrate it. And you're like, well, why am I celebrating it? We lost. I don't, I shouldn't get a trophy. This is weird. I don't know how to handle myself. And dad's, uh, my mom is proud of me, but my dad is, thinks that this is like ridiculous and I feel weird. And that's going to correlate perfectly with whatever the question was that you were asking yourself. So Spirit really, really likes metaphors and stories, so no matter what comes in, follow it, like follow your intuition no matter where it guides you, so no matter how weird the symbol is, no matter how um, strange the feeling is or whatever, follow it all the way because in it, it, it holds the key to the perspective that you need to get you the guidance for whatever you're inquiring about. So that is plenty for now. Let's just jump right into Camille doing it so that you can feel like, yes, listen to all the words, but just like feel the difference in her. In this one, she's incredibly strong and sure of herself, which is so crazy because literally 12 hours before, she was like, "I, there's no way I could ever have these questions answered. And I just want you to really pay attention to like the energetic space that she's coming from when she's giving herself these answers. All right, enjoy. Ready? Mm-hmm. Question number one. What is not getting into celebration about spiritually? And how is it a benefit for Camille's life?
1: I hear it is not the way. Your heart longs for a different journey. You are starting to understand what your heart is really longing for. And this will launch something new. Something much better. Um, you are a powerful creator. All we do is guide you to seeing what you truly want to create.
0: Is there anything else?
1: What is most aligned with your heart. You can feel that it's already working for you. You can feel something alive inside of you already from this experience. Something new blossoming. You're going great places, my dear.
0: Is it appropriate to reveal any other details?
1: Whatever details you want. Try them.
0: What can Camille do to create really effective marketing and sales?
1: Um, there's just something I'm feeling coming up around the last question that's not done yet. So, it's like clients, not the right word. Um, Fan. Yeah, it's like heart. Like which heart?
0: Which hearts? should Camille focus on
1: yeah that feels better their energy is in the systems is what I'm hearing but their spirit is free you will know them you will feel how strong they are or not necessarily how strong you'll just feel their presence um these are the channels that will take you to the to the other people. So I'm seeing like the way that I've the way that I, Camille, she has always operated is through finding individuals that then connect out. So what I'm speaking about is that is the people who are the doorways. That's yeah. Creating creating doorways. They have to be with the right people that are that are creating doorways that are an energetic match for you. These people feel very grounded. It's like they're in the system but not of it. So like these okay. people are like they know how to create like action and movement. Okay. It's like I'm hearing like I kind of added a question and you know, it I like kind of the question arise and then back in and the question was about um, like where specifically, like how can I meet these people the feeling is like it's like you're so close and you have to step into the full identity of Being someone is, of course, around these people.
0: Is there something Camille can do which will, like, help her stabilize being in that space?
1: Um, it's like I heard, let it come in, heal the wound, and then the sense for me is there's, like, some wound or it's hard to describe in words i like seeing it and feeling it um, the place of untruth and the place of not being fully the self that you are is in feeling some You keep yourself among the small people to not feel wrong or bad. It's like you're gonna, you you have to, these people will be at like events, and the events, you're not going to these places, it's not even places, it's like you're not in, you're not existing in that world because you don't see yourself as like, like a powerful adult leader. It's like, it's on the brink. It's like almost there, like, it's shifting. But in order to, it's like, okay, the operating platform is like, I hope they'll pick me. I hope that they like me and they notice me and like that cannot be the structure by which the relationships m- are created. Okay. It has to be like you've experienced a, a lot in your life with friendships, like you're friends with one person and they, and they're like, can and yet they connect you to everyone else, and in that relationship you feel that you offer something like special and you don't feel at all like I hope they pick me you're like you just feel so congruent with being enough that you're connected being more than enough Being the fabulous, being special or so much more than enough to be connected here and here and here. So it's like you have to step into, I am the thing that needs to be connected. Like you don't have to do all of the finding of the people, but you have to feel like I am the thing that needs to be connected. And, and you have to know where you want to be connected. And then those people that can do that for you will come in. So, it, so part of it is about stepping into that specific identity.
0: Can I ask another question? Yeah. What's a higher perspective for Camille to hold about uh, the smaller people? And she wants to be bigger. It feels like now she feels like she's hurting them or dishonoring them or something.
1: Yeah, this sense is like I'm in my castle with all my royalty and those people wish they were here and they can't and they're not. And we're leaving them behind. We're leaving them out. So it's like once you honor them, then you'll be able to honor yourself. It's like once you honor that they are absolutely where they want to be, where they need to be, and you've felt that over and over again in your life, it's like you're always on the edge, not wanting to leave people out, but kind of leaving them out already. Like once you give them that level of power in their own lives, then you'll feel free. To allow yourself to do whatever you want.
0: How come someone might want to be left
1: out? The message I'm getting is like, they're not helpless. And some people... Like, their path isn't your path. This life doesn't go in the same trajectory for everyone. What you want... Like, not everyone wants that. Even... Even if they could admit everything they wanted to themselves, not everyone wants that. And it's hard to imagine for you that not everyone would want that because you want it so much.
0: Getting a metaphor. You want? Sure. Some people want to go to the ballet, and some people want to go to the football game.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: How come it's important for them to take their own path and specifically not do what Camille is doing.
1: It's like, <laughs> I just hear, kind of like, laughing and, like, chuckling, just like, so few people want what you want. Like, so few people actually want. What you want. They desire something completely different, and... They're on their path to to experiencing that. Things that feel so normal and fine for you are like the dreams of other people. That's like what they're here to experience. They want love, they want friendship, they want closeness. I mean... Mm. And you forget how important those things are because they've just come to you this life because there's something else for you to grow and experience. So you almost discount the importance of that, the journey toward those things. Which is what a lot of people are here to experience. They, yeah, like intimacy. A lot of those people that you're around, that you're watching, that you're thinking, they're stuck. They're just learning intimacy and closeness and love and connection. But if you stay with them, you're just going the wrong direction. You're on the bus to the football game. (laughs) The heart. Desires what it's meant to fulfill. You have desired things that feel huge to you. Compared to some, they're tiny desires. Compared to others, they're beyond imagination. But they're the right size for you that's all
0: okay anything else
1: follow what you know right now okay it's like right now which feels like a huge leap the way that you've overcome this experience of a huge leap in the past is just to go to the next step follow the thread Follow what you know to the next thing that you know, and the next thing that you know, and the next thing that you know. Don't wait for some magical Uh, phenomenon to burst through the sky and land on your porch. It might still happen, but it's just like everything else that you've created in your life. You just kept moving forward, just kept opening another little door, following a little pathway, asking a question that leads to another door. You're starting to believe in yourself, so the, the doors that you open will be different the pathways that you follow will be different. As you recognize your mastery, the resources that you choose will be different. Things that you let go before because it didn't feel right will suddenly feel like a spark. What gets in the way is Thinking that that slow progression forward isn't doing anything. What gets in the way is needing some big breakthrough in order to feel that you've accomplished something. Small movements taken step by step can work faster than some big thing and you know how to follow your guidance. And as you step into the identity, your guidance will bring you things that line up with that more and more. You've been following that guidance in order to get to this identity, and now that this identity is forming and solidifying, You can create new relationships.
0: On that note, let's go to the next question. What kinds of collaborations will help me and my business thrive?
1: Only you can help you thrive. The idea of something helping you is inaccurate. You have to start seeing yourself as the gift. And those partnerships, those collaborations, they're Simply receiving the gift. They are lucky enough to receive the gift. You already know how this feels. So it's about what spaces do I want to occupy? Who has the energetic field that is ready for the gift that is you, that is me? Where is my gift? able to be received. Where is there enough beauty, wholeness, joy already? You don't place a pearl in a bunch of dirt. It's like you have to create, you have to It's like placed in like soft cushion and you do this so well with partnerships in other areas of your life love and in friendship too it's like who has the soft cushion where can I go and rest and just be wonderful Instead of thinking about what's going to work and how is it all going to happen, start scanning. You're very good at scanning and feeling around in the space, in your field. So start scanning and um, like identifying the places of softness. Places that are already welcoming you, energetically. Go where it's welcoming. I think in, in business, you go where it's not welcoming because you feel that those people probably have more of what you want. It's all messed up that way. It's like, it's like with relationships with women who hang out with men who are not paying attention to them because they feel those guys are worthier. It's like, you do that with business. Like, just go with, go with what is loving you already. Whatever loves you already will support you. And the things that don't love you already, they're not right and, and they can't support you in the same way. It doesn't matter how much power and influence they have. It's not, it's not right. They can't nourish you. (sighs) Anything else? That's it. Are you complete? Yeah. Um, it's just like, you have an incredible ability to scan people you feel into your sphere and then you like feel around for what's yeah for like where are the good where are the soft places where are the good places to go and it's like you're not using that at all and that's 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 the tool that's,
0: like, ready to come in. Okay. Pretty powerful, huh? So a couple of weeks after uh, Camille shifted her frequencies and tapped into her own higher self for these answers, um, she implemented some of the stuff, and she got a little sidetracked with some of the other stuff. But, um, we were working away, and she just kind of got to this point where she needed more advice. So she reached out to this other successful artist that she knows who's been supporting himself for quite a while. And, um, he's super generous. He agreed to take a call with her and he gave her a bunch of advice. But, um, I asked her after she got off the phone, I was like, how did it go? She's like, yeah, it just didn't really feel good. And he was saying all these things that were mirroring back all of the stuff that I already knew. Um, And like I tapped into him ahead of time and like his intention is super noble and he's a really kind man for being willing to take the call with her to kind of give her pointers of how to become an artist. But The thing was the entire time as she was talking to him, I was in the other room editing the podcast and re-listening to all these same lessons. And then as soon as um, I finished editing the podcast, I walked out and I was like, how'd it go with him? And she goes, eh, it was okay. And I was like, well, yeah, of course, because you already gave yourself all the answers. So now I asked her to re-listen to the advice she gave herself uh, a couple of weeks ago and um i wanted to share with you um what that was like for her so after i asked her to listen to the recording um she wasn't in the best spot because she had just spent all this time asking the this other artist you know how do i become an artist and um he gave her a bunch of answers which she intuitively knew were they may have they may be right for him but they weren't right for her And so I excitedly came out and said, hey, hey, listen to yourself. You gave yourself all the answers and you just forgot about this. So just do all these things and you'll be right on track. So I played that for her with, you know, once again, positive intention in mind. But it was so far off from where she was in that moment that all of those answers, even though they were accurate, it just felt like it was just too big of a energetic shift for her to get back into that wavelength so it actually kind of backfired and she she was kind of upset because it just felt like that was so far away and she went from feeling like this amazing beautiful clarity about where she was and where she wanted to go to feeling not so sure and it was like almost painful for her to listen to herself in that other place because it felt so far away from her So um, I recorded her original reaction and it didn't go so well, but um, after she had a little bit of time to acclimate and readjust back into her own guidance, a day or so later, we we got together and then talked about it. So here is that conversation. Do you want some more tea?
1: Yes, please. Coming right up. Are we rolling? We're rolling. The tea pour. Because it's just, it's nothing is better than Puer for your spiritual growth. That's right. Pure Puer By Larry. His last name is Shin. Visit the tea shop at through private scheduling. <laughs> at
0: purepuer It's a little challenging to find the order now button. But, if you do, you're going to be the best tea ever. <laughs> ever. We're drinking the 20, 2014 Superior.
1: And my God, it is Superior. Oh, God.
0: So, now that you don't want to kill me,
1: you want
0: to tell me it? How that was for you to listen to yourself
1: well it was kind of challenging
0: yeah
1: um well it was interesting listening to myself and I'm listening to Bashar talk and then him talking about um our like the different realities how we like can switch them instantaneously yeah and like having such a visceral experience of being the same person, but, like,
0: Man, not a the same reality. person, yeah. yeah.
1: And, like, listening to myself from that's, like, in this completely different vibration, so literally a different person yeah. in a different, in a completely different reality with a completely different past and a completely different future and a completely different present, like, with everything that I want. Like it was like so fascinating because I'm just like I just want clarity and I just want these things and I think about that as outside of me. I, I reference it in other people when I want it but it was like so fascinating to reference it in myself and then realize that that self was a completely different self than I was then and now I'm a different self too like it's that's just blowing my mind and that was just such a very real very like eye-opening experience of that
0: like the idea you're talking about like the idea that when you're that when you shift realities you literally have a different past different present, different future. Like yeah. you're literally on a completely different track. Yeah. and Living a completely different life in a completely different reality. And you could hear the contrast between where you've been feeling the past couple days versus that recording.
1: Yeah. And everything I said was, was super helpful and super accurate. And yet it was just insane how... Because of the vibration I was in. I couldn't even like ac- access it yesterday. Like
0: You're a grumpy puppy. Oh,
1: I was such a grumpy puppy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I guess I guess that's just what I'm like learning right now is how distinct our our like second like what Bashar says is in each moment of existence we can shift which reality we exist in so literally in every moment we are jumping to and from different realities so like I've never had such a visceral experience of myself being in two separate realities before that and it's just a fascinating concept because, and a very useful concept, because when you think of yourself as one person, you can easily get, or like one person with one reality, and your past is fixed, you can so easily get drawn back into your past experiences. And they kind of stabilize you in whatever reality you remember yourself as and to stabilize in a different experience, I think, and to be able to be flexible in moving to a different reality and experience, like I think it's super useful to understand that that's what's happening, that you can, in every single moment, be jumping into different, or just in different reality experiences with different pasts, different presents, different futures. And then for me, I'm noticing that it's like, Allowing myself to not be like, but when I was five, and like pull myself back into like the memory of who I was, and then actually exist in a different, lesser, not as nice reality.
0: It's like you, you can use, it's like with all the trauma stuff that we clear out, it's like you can accidentally use that as an anchor back into your old reality back onto your old track
1: yeah exactly yeah and it was just so interesting to through my voice feel how different Mm -hmm. I was in that moment when I was doing a reading for myself versus like just being so angry the last couple days and like my sense of what was possible, what I could access was like entirely different. Like when I was doing that reading, I remember thinking, wow, I don't, I never have to have any questions and uncertainty ever again. Like I can completely tap into whatever knowledge I want at Mm -hmm. any moment in time. That's a cool thing to experience. And then I was like, well, I'll just never have a bad experience, of course, and I dropped down into, like, a lower level of consciousness and energy. And I forgot that that was true. Yeah. But it's just, like, so crazy to be in that lower level, forgetting it's true, and then seeing yourself in a different level, knowing it's, that, it, that it is true, that you can have complete clarity and feel these are both me right next to each other yeah so
0: it's like the metaphor that he gave the spectrum of light and when you're in red all you perceive is red it's impossible to perceive violet
1: yeah
0: versus when you're in violet it's impossible to perceive red
1: yeah but i was kind of having that experience what's that movie where with matthew mcconaughey where he like reaches or they the book follows oh yeah up. the book bu- oh um anyway i was having that experience of like kind of like I was in red and then the other version of me talking was in blue and then I was like seeing bits of purple like I thought was cool to experience no. the like obviously if I had been completely in red I wouldn't have even been able to listen to myself but the funny thing is I almost didn't want to like you kept being like, you should listen to this. You yeah. should listen to this, and I was like, no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I, I had listened to it, because I've been kind of on a roll the past couple days, and I was, I was so excited for you. To hear it, because I was like, see, all you have to do is this. It's like the answers right here. Just, just adjusted to this, and you're there. Yeah. And it felt so much closer.
1: And even as you were playing it for me, I was half listening to it. Like it's so fascinating how like, we just cover, like, it is, it's that when you're in red, all you see is red, and you distort and delete everything else that's not red, but then there's this interesting process of, like, being pulled, I guess orange is the next, like, being pulled Mm -hmm. into orange, like, and so something that's, like, kind of orangey red can be, like, try this Mm -hmm. because it's like close enough and then you're like oh i guess so and then you're like oh there's a bit of orange here so i don't know somehow oh maybe you were just really strong in your frequency and so like you were pulling me up a little bit and then i was able to kind of listen to it and hear it
0: well i mean we butted heads first we're just our frequencies are too different
1: yeah but You're obviously like, I wouldn't have been able to listen to it at all if I was too far away. That's true. So anyway, it, that was super fascinating. and I, I think everything I said was, yeah, it was, it was really helpful. And the other thing that surprised me was how even though I said it, even, even though I embodied the energetics of it, I still didn't do everything. Like, advice only goes so far, you know? Yeah. Even though I was channeling the correct tactics for myself, like, those tactics only go as far as my frequency will take them. So, I think... It's not what I'm learning it about from that experience is it's not so much about channeling the answers the right answers as it is like consistently staying in the frequency of clarity and having the answers.
0: yeah so, so
1: practicing it more, like doing channeling regularly or or just meditating regularly or whatever feels good. And then, of course, also being in rapport with being out of rapport. Yeah. Yeah. And being okay with that, too. I mean, I feel like the last couple days have been really hard for me, but I've also, like, gotten through some pretty intense blocks and, like, shifted some really, really important things.
0: Yes, and that was a big kahuna.
1: Yeah, and I guess I feel that mostly the reason I was such a grumpy puppy was that (laughs) I was it was like at that point where I was like about to cross over and about to like let go of that limitation and then it's like the parts of me that have been holding on to that for whatever good reason they have were just like it was like a battle inside of me
0: so um, I want to connect this to the conversation that you had with your artist mentor after oh, yeah. the fact I yeah. don't know if I want to call him a mentor your fellow artist compatriot who's on walking his own version of this path
1: yeah like, I would say he's an artist that has been doing this for a long time has a lot of success in his business yeah. And who occasionally offers advice.
0: So for him, when you talked to him, you got bounced out pretty... Like, I felt like that was another instance where you checked in... Where the frequency mattered more than the strategy. The frequency mattered more than the answers. Like, what, what was going on for you on a frequency level as you were talking to him?
1: Well... When I decided to reach out, we had a a conversation like a week ago and I was just like, I feel so stuck. And then I was like, okay, one thing I could do is just reach out to a bunch of like, mentors or people that have more answers than I do. So my decision to do that came from a super low vibration, a feeling of like, I don't know what to do. This is all really hard, and I'm stuck, and I need help. And any time, I'm at the point in my own spiritual journey where any time I reach out to anyone because I believe that I can't figure it out, and I need help, and I'm not capable of getting through it, I just get so pushed out like whatever advice they give me is terrible and super well meaning. Yeah. And it's not it... like they're it's it's a complete representation of where I'm at. It has yeah. nothing to do with them. It's just that whatever they're inspired to tell me is matching what I'm creating and what I'm creating right now in my reality is mentorship that sucks so that I can learn to say no to it or just learn that I actually do have the answers for everything in my own life.
0: So then you get all the answers that um, were just more uh, reflections of what you're projecting and then you're like oh yeah I should that's not right. You seem, so you were hanging out in red for a while. Yes. Grumpy puppy, not feeling too hopeful. And then I was like, oh, here, you want to hear yourself in purple? And you're like, no. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you you, for even suggesting it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But you had just like enough blue to where you're like, okay, I'll half listen to it. Listen to it. The contrast between those two frequencies was too great. So then you felt like shit for a while. And you f- had to finish out your red stuff. But then you released a big pattern.
1: Yeah, I think part of why I was hanging out in red... Because every vibration is kind of useful in its own way. So I was in anger. I was in, yeah. like, fierce anger. <laughs> and And I think that for me, with many of my patterns, that's actually a really useful place to go because below that below the vibration of anger is um helplessness I don't yeah other people have to tell me what to do I don't know what to do and I'll just listen to them because anger is actually pretty high up on the emotional scale even though it feels really bad
0: yeah
1: so I was just very very angry and Before that, I think when I was in anger, I was close enough to clarity, actually, which is, like, the vibration that I was experiencing in the reading, and I was, like, closer to, 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 like, understanding that and being in rapport with that, but before that, I had been in, like... Complete like confusion, lack of clarity, hoping someone would save me, hoping for the answer, which, and then I, and then I went into anger to shift the pattern and the pattern was like, um, I'll just wait for other people to help me out and approve and, you know. Select me. Yeah, select me. And then I went into anger and like i don't care what anyone thinks fuck all these people they're all fucking idiots i don't want to be a part of this anyway i have to I have to deal with them but then i was able to quickly move up the emotional scale like that's super interesting like i just i had to experience each yeah. level but i experienced it fully like i got <laughs> really angry and said yeah. Fuck this person, and fuck this person, and fuck this situation, and this is not okay, and I just said it really truly for me and didn't hold back, and then it just released, and then I was able to um, see that that was just a reflection of myself and realize how actually um, powerful and useful and good that whole experience was, and then realize the lesson that I have been looking for for so long and learning for so long that it doesn't matter if anyone likes my work, it doesn't matter if anyone likes me or my art, like, as long as I love myself, that's all that I'm looking for. Like, that's just literally all that I'm looking for. and.
0: Yeah, and that's not a consolation prize.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, and it's crazy, like, I can't explain it through words, because I feel like so many spiritual teachers have said this to me, and I just didn't understand it, no matter how they said it, um, I feel like you just have to go through whatever, you know, your higher self is leading you through whatever experiences, like, you need to go through in order to really understand this viscerally in your body, but, it, but where I got to was a feeling of, wow, like, it literally doesn't matter at all whether anyone ever likes my work what i'm searching for in them is a reflection of my own sense of fabulousness and worth and like beauty and i'm 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 not feeling strong enough to to see that in myself i'm not seeing that in myself and cultivating that myself so that i'm just looking forever, outside of myself, um, for that, for that reflection, so that I don't have to create it inside, and I know from relationships, from, because I have great, um, belief structure around relationships, that, like, that, that's what you need in order to be, to find someone who really loves you, you need to just feel completely, like, you love yourself, and you are worthy of being loved and adored, and and it doesn't matter, like, if anyone is doing that, you just know that that's what's meant for you, and that's what, that's all you're willing to accept, and it's just crazy, because I never, like, we've talked about this so many times, that I need to see my business the way I see my relationships, because the structure of my relationships is really strong. But I never understood how to see it. Like yeah, yeah. it's just amazing to me how like intellectually you know what to do and then you just don't see it. And and that's why I feel like we have higher selves that are like taking us through these experiences so that we can just really understand what it means. But Um, but yeah, that's what all of this was doing for me was just leading me to the experience that it doesn't matter what these people think of me, what anyone thinks of me, literally all that matters is that I love what I'm creating. I love myself. I love the, I love the contribution to the world or like the way I'm showing up in the world and like, like I love the,
0: your unique expression.
1: Yeah. I love my unique expression and when I can be in that space and I'm like not looking outside of myself for anyone else to validate that. Like, it's funny because I'm still posting on Instagram and stuff, but it's just, like, I don't care if anyone responds. Like, if it's someone that, like, cares about me and responds because they're, like, really happy to be connecting with me, then that's great. But, like, I just, like, I don't care about that. I don't care if anyone likes my work or buys my work. It's just, like, I'm seeing how, because in the reading... I did for myself it was all about falling in love with your own product and that was like at a surface level I thought but like really it's just about loving yourself and your stuff so deeply to the point where it literally doesn't matter if anyone else will ever love it um because that's super powerful and I actually do believe that like If you love yourself that much, then people will just have to love you too. So there's kind of, like, it's not like a... I don't have the feeling with it of, like, I'm being doomed to eternal despair and loneliness. It's just more like, I just don't care if they come or not.
0: Yeah. It's just like... they're just like an afterthought. Yeah. They're just
1: like the whole time I was little I or like as a as a young adult like when I was when I was single like it's not like I was like I'm never going to meet someone. I just didn't really care that much. I always kind of assumed like yeah, there's someone out there who's just going to adore me. But I just it wasn't a validating factor in my experience of myself
0: yeah because we talked about this too like the idea that even if you have an abundance of like like people dating you wanting to date you that actually can be like a total lack experience I mean like if you're using the abundance to validate you like you're using all the dates and all the other guys that are interested in you as a way of pushing bolstering bolstering yourself up and then validating your your worth even if you have a lot of quote unquote results you're actually still in a lower space it's just like just mirroring your insecurity that you're covering up
1: yeah because you're still doing it to show results yeah what i'm learning in my business and with my art is first of all it's really not a big deal whether anyone likes it or not it it really doesn't matter like my experience of myself can be stronger than that and but also that make, that understanding makes way for a different way of relating to business And to collaboration where, like you're saying, I'm not looking to just show I have all these dates. Whereas before I was like, I would take shows that didn't feel aligned with me or I would just like be doing stuff in my business to show that I was doing stuff in my business. Mm -hmm. Now, because it doesn't matter if my business is growing, it doesn't matter if anyone likes it because what really matters is that I just like it then I'm making decisions from a place of power rather than, like, needing anything to just show that I'm doing something. No. Which I feel is the same with, like, people who are just going on a bunch of dates. Like, they'll just take the date. Like, okay, I don't date. I've never dated. I just, like, they'll be, like, that one person. And I'm like, all right. I'll try you because you feel good. And then it just, like, goes into something. Versus, like... When people just go on dates to show... That they're dating. And they think that, like, by showing that they're dating... They're gonna... They're getting They're closer, closer to meeting the person that they really love. I do that in business. I'm like... Well, I applied to this show... And I, uh, did, and I connected and I lo- with this potential patron. And none of those people are my true love. And I'm just doing it because...
0: Because a lot of people are very interested in the show. And right. a lot of people <laughs> seem to have a good time at this show. Whereas if
1: I was following the patterns of my, um, of, like, my dating experience, I would, I would literally just find... I would wait, and I would wait, and I'd be totally fine with waiting, and then there'd be, like, that one patron, or that one gallery, or that one thing that just loves me, and I'm like, oh, there you are, okay, cool, done, like, don't need to show it off on Instagram, don't need to talk about it with anyone, and then just enjoy cultivating that. So it's just a completely different, like until now, I never even understood that that would be a possibility. Like I'm literally in a different reality yeah. now because yeah. I never even could understand that that would be a way of doing business that would work until now.
0: Even though you watched Picasso do it in the documentary.
1: Yeah but that's why I'm, like, so grateful for, like, our higher selves, because it's, like, and Abraham always says this, too, like, words don't teach, Mm -hmm. only experiences do, and, like, each of us is being led to those experiences that sometimes feel really painful and, like, awful and, like, you're in a pit of despair, but ultimately what that is usually helping us to find is, like, a new sense of our own worthiness and, like, a new way of understanding that we can have everything that we want.
0: Isn't that interesting? The whole time we've been talking about red and blue and purple, but red plus blue equals purple.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I do understand the spectrum, but it is weird how, like, purple is actually, like, it start like... In the rainbow, it would start back over again.
0: So then taking all this and moving forward, feels like you're back in purple territory. Yeah. How do you shift? Like, I've been trying to explain it in my way, but how do you explain when you shift frequencies into that space? What does it feel like? What does it um, look like?
1: Like being in purple? Yeah like going from red to purple or just,
0: just how do you know when you're in purple versus when you're in red? (laughs)
1: It just feels different. Um, for me, I think for everyone, I don't know, but for me, definitely like the feeling of clarity is an indication that I'm in purple. So like when I don't doubt myself at all, when I have complete like, certainty, um, of where to go, and that doesn't mean, like, I know the tactics, it's just, like, this trust in myself, that I know the way, and there's a sense of ease, and, like, just, like, lightness in that, like, knowing that you can figure, like, that all the answers will come, and that you can figure it out, and, so, for me, I've just bounced back and forth enough between, like, the frequencies to just know what it feels like. And I, I don't think, like, getting there takes a lot of skill and a lot of patience. It can be e- extremely easy, like, I don't want to say that it's challenging, because it can be easy and it can just be, like, in an instant. You can go up every level of the emotional scale. Um, but sometimes for me it's really fast and then other times it's, it takes a lot of time. And I feel like the, the time that it takes is directly equivalent to like how convinced I am that... like. I need help, (laughs) that I'm not enough. Like, it's, I mean, high frequency is just a feeling of complete worthiness.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a feeling of, like, complete competence. It's a feeling of just totally knowing that you're enough. And that's why the clarity comes at the high frequencies, because when you know you're enough, then all of the clarity that you need, everything that you need is within you and you know that and so you feel it and experience it in the outer world. Um, So.
0: For me, it's like that balance, the perfect balance between clarity and kindness. It's like the higher you go up, the the higher the truth is, the kinder it is. Do you experience that?
1: I do, yeah. Yeah, and I guess clarity can be like, interpreted in many ways. It's not like... These are the strategies. And I'm certain that these are the strategies. It's like... It's the clarity of like... I don't need anything else outside of me to find my way. Like, I have complete authority in my life. And with that comes this, like, ease. Like, I don't have to be any different. I don't have to be any more than I am. All of it is gonna work out perfectly. And then for me the state that I really enjoy being in there there are like in the high frequencies there's like ecstasy and excitement um but to me where I feel most stable is just like this centered just like joy and I feel like it's actually a higher frequency because sometimes excitement can come when it's compared like it yeah. comes through comparison so it's like oh I wasn't here and now I'm going here oh my god isn't it amazing whereas like just this deep clarity and sense of worthiness is very mild and very calm and very relaxed because you're not comparing it to like oh I've just come from this other place that was so terrible it's just resting in that one steady frequency of of, and it's actually love, like, yeah. that's, like, how Rumi describes it, so like, all the older spiritual, you know, like, um, Jesus and, like, everyone, It it is that frequency of, like, love and the worthiness is the self-love, and then from the self-love and feeling like I am completely enough, while I am so lovable and I love myself, then once we experience that, then we can experience love for everything else because we're not holding ourselves away from that and then we have like just this well of love. So that's like the best way to describe it i don't know how else to say it (laughs) when
0: you feel like you're in the well of love
1: that's what you know yeah
0: the well of eternal love for yourself and all things
1: and i used to be like love like everyone just uses that word and what does that i know such a cop out yeah i know and what does that even mean it's just bullshit but and that's why i like using the The worthiness, because I think from worthiness comes self-love. And from self-love comes just this spilling over of love for yourself, which then becomes love for everyone
0: else. Okay, so there you have it. So whenever you feel like you are basking in an eternal well of love, that's how you know you're there. And you'll probably be feeling pretty clear inherent sense of self-worth and um, yeah just you won't be able to be moved off your path easily and you might get really annoyed with people that try So uh, I hope this was helpful in terms of helping you understand when you're when you have shifted into that new frequency what it feels like when you're there what might be some of the common like emotional experiences that you have making those drastic shifts from uh, red to purple. But um, I hope this episode was really helpful, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Intro and outro music by The Passion Hi-Fi.